I had gone to the grocery store, filled up my cart, and I went to the self-checkout. Scanned all the groceries, put them in the bags, put the bags in the cart. And then I took the cart out to my car and started unloading my groceries. As I got to the very bottom of the cart, there was a gallon of milk. I remember looking at it because I had forgotten to scan it through. I didn't pay for it. It might have been on sale for $1.99, or I think the full price was $3.69, but either way, there is that instant, that moment, where I thought, I come here all the time. There's times when they've overcharged me. But yet... I went back into the store with that gallon of milk, scanned just the one gallon, paid for it, and then went home. It's just a small thing, a couple of dollars. But yet it's the small things that really matter the most. When we look at this passage of Scripture today, you need to, to take this into consideration. In Luke 14, it says, Now large crowds were going along with him, and he turned and said to them. Then later in chapter 15, it says, Now all the tax collectors and sinners were coming near him to listen to him. But now as we begin chapter 16, you need to remember this. It says, now he was also saying to the disciples. You see, the lessons that Jesus teaches are different. There is the good news that he preaches to the masses, to the large crowds. There are the lessons that he teaches to the people who come to hear him. But then there are the private lessons reserved only for the disciples. And this is a lesson today that is only for disciples. For those people who have sworn themselves and committed themselves to following Jesus Christ. And this is a lesson for you today because God is making you a disciple. You are more than one who just follows Jesus. He's teaching you. He's guiding you. And he is preparing you to give you a ministry, to give you a gift. In Luke 16, it says, Now he was also saying to the disciples, There was a rich man who had a manager, 
and this manager was reported to him as squandering his possessions. And he called him and said to him, What is this that I hear about you? Give an accounting of your management, for you can no longer be manager. The manager said to himself, What shall I do? since my master is taking the management away from me. I'm not strong enough to dig. I'm ashamed to beg. I know what I shall do. So that when I am removed from the management, people will welcome me into their homes. And he summoned each one of his master's debtors, and he began saying to the first, How much do you owe my master? And he said, A hundred measures of oil. And he said to him, Take your bill, sit down quickly, and write fifty. And then he said to another, How much do you owe? And he said, A hundred measures of wheat. And he said to him, Take your bill, and write eighty. And his master praised the unrighteous manager, because he had acted shrewdly. For the sons of this age are more shrewd in relation to their own kind than the sons of light. And I say to you, make friends for yourself by the means of the wealth of unrighteousness, so that when it fails, they will receive you into eternal dwellings. He who is faithful in a very little thing is faithful also in much. And he who is unrighteous in a very little thing is unrighteous also in much. Therefore, if you have not been faithful in the use of unrighteous wealth, who will entrust true riches to you? And if you have not been faithful in the use of that which is another's, who will give you that which is your own? No servant can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve God, and wealth. It's interesting how he phrases that. You cannot serve God and wealth. In this world, there is so much unrighteous wealth. Wealth that is obtained by sin. It's just a gallon of milk. But had I taken it, it would have been unrighteous wealth. Do you set limits? Oh, I won't steal a thousand dollars. But I'll take that pack of gum. You see, God examines your heart. He knows your heart, and He watches your life.
when you are faithful in the smallest of things, God knows. He knows that he can trust you with the greatest of things. Be ready for even the smallest test has the highest score in God's eyes. Jesus spoke this to his disciples. This is the lesson for those who want to walk deeply in Christ and be given what is truly theirs. And God has created you for this gift. Father, thank you for conforming our hearts to the image of Christ, to the life of Christ, for allowing us to see in the smallest detail how your righteousness is greater than all. Take your child today and disciple them so that they may fulfill the gift that you have prepared for them. Amen.